What's going on, guys? My name is Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle Seahawks podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube. And I also post news and highlights on my Instagram. I uh, keep it pretty laid back there. Just uh, kind of post whatever, just Seahawks-related, and I definitely recommend it. My handle on all those pot. Oh. <clears throat> What's going on, guys? My name is Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle Seahawks podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube, and I also post news and highlights on Instagram. Uh, keep it pretty laid back there, post kind of whatever I want, uh, but keep it Seahawks related. So yeah, I definitely recommend going to it. My at on all these platforms is at Hawk Show Talk Show, if you want to follow and keep up. And yeah, I know... I haven't posted in a while. This is kind of a big deal for me, a little bit of a comeback. Uh, the off season, uh, I, I was keeping up at the beginning and then it kind of things started to die down. So I kind of took a break, focused on myself for the summer. I was pretty busy. And yeah, uh, if you're still subscribed, one of my, my 37 or whatever subscribers, I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to be back and start the season with a bang. And for that, in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing uh, the offseason, like I said, coming to a close, wrapping things up, uh, maybe a few final steps we should take uh, that I think the Seahawks should take. And over, and then to end it off, I'm going to read the 53-man roster I created, uh, which I think is going to end up being pretty accurate, uh, especially there's one preseason game left, and we're still going to play the Chargers uh, in a couple days. But I think at least from what I've seen so far in these two past preseason games, I have a good estimate of what it's going to look like. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's talk some Hawk. So what have I missed this off season? I never made an episode about the draft because I actually did. I recorded it and then uh, our laptop, uh, my, my laptop got stolen and I lost the video and then just things got in the way and I never got to refilming it. So uh, I regret that, but it was kind of uh, out of, out of my control and about that Dwayne Eskridge uh, at first I was a little I was a little uh upset about it just the fact that I didn't want a receiver I wanted O-line I wanted I believe Creed Humphrey was still there and I, I really did want him I don't think postage is the answer but as we find out later he's still our center and he's probably gonna start this year uh, also Dwayne Eskridge he's uh, like 5'9 and he's 24 years old as a rookie but I'm excited now because I don't know I guess he still hasn't played, but now he's healthy. Uh, that's another thing. He got hurt and kind of upset me that all our rookies always get hurt. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. I don't know. Percy Harvin V2, hopefully. Uh, Trey Brown as a fourth rounder, so not too high of expectations, but I was glad we took a corner, especially one out of Oklahoma because I don't watch too much college football, but I've actually seen uh, Trey Brown's plays, a couple uh, bowl game-winning plays, so that's cool. And then Stone Forsyth. He's like a seventh round pick and it's a tackle. So it's nice to see uh, a tackle, like just an offensive lineman in general, even though it's not a biggest position of need on the O-line. I would have gone interior. But I think Stone Forsyth, just for what he is, seventh round pick, can't be mad about it. And he's huge. And then uh, the mall signing, that was uh, about a week ago. And I'm ecstatic about that. I know like non-Seahawk fans think he's overrated, think it's an overpay. I don't care. I would have paid him whatever. I love Jamal Adams. I think he, well, I know for a fact he is a game changer. Just immediately, like the run game was gone. I remember that first game within the Falcons game, he had, what, 11 tackles. Uh, and this year he's going to be healthy. He's going to have, hopefully, 
cross your fingers up oh, too soon sorry but that he's gonna have 10 working fingers and that his shoulders are good just so hopefully just a healthy season of mall that would be preferred uh obviously and i think he's gonna prove people wrong he set some goals 12.5 sacks and like five interceptions hefty but i like it just like you know go bigger at home uh and then not too much other news uh john ursua and ben burkirvin uh both tore their acls or i know ursua did ben burkirvin i know it's a knee injury i assume it's an acl tear so they're out for the year ben burkirvin i'm not too sure how big of an effect that's gonna have because yes he was having he was having a good preseason but you know us we're the seahawks we have our linebackers uh, hopefully another linebacker will be added i'll get to that in a sec and Ursua, I'm really sad about that because I had him making the team prior to that injury. Uh, he was looking good in preseason. I've always thought he was solid. I remember against the Niners in that game we lost, he got some of the one-yard line on fourth down. Uh, I've met John Ursua in public, and he was super nice. I've always been rooting for him, and this just sucks because, I don't know, It's it, I still feel like I'm 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 ready for him to get going, and his this is, like, the next time he plays, it's going to be his fourth season. So it uh, kind of just breaks my heart, and it sucks. And then today, some good news, change the topic. Uh, Geno Atkins worked out with the Seahawks, and I'm ecstatic. I've wanted Geno Atkins so badly all offseason, uh, mainly because we have Los, just pair them back up together again. And also, uh, I, I get made fun of this by my friends, but the fact that, I don't know, we just I like seeing proven talent, especially in veterans, uh, join the Seahawks. I feel like we always go for like, you know, those like uh, diamond in the rough, hidden gems in the draft, or even in free agency. And we still do that in free agency. We never really go for big names. And while Geno Atkins is definitely past his prime, uh, I'd really like to see it, especially because everyone said that uh, Carlos Dunlap, another former Bengal, uh, was washed last year. And if you look at it, it's because the Bengals did not start him. Uh, but then we, when he got traded to us, to the Seahawks, we started him, and he changed our defense, and he was excellent. And I'm hoping the same thing happened with Geno Atkins because he also uh, did not get that much playing time last year uh, in Cincinnati. So, yeah, really hoping we can sign Geno Atkins. I think that'd be huge because uh, ever since we cut Jaron Reed, which, by the way, still think it's a great move, uh, our D-tackles, I know we have Puna at nose, but Monet and Woods, uh, I love, in, uh, how do you say it? N. Kemdichi, sorry. Uh, they're great. LJ, if you count him as a D-tackle, uh, solid, but like, would would love to have that proven talent there. And then, what else to close up the off season? Sign KJ Wright. What are we doing? I know, I know. I love Jordan Brooks, and I think he's. I honestly think he's a like. I'd rather have him out there right now than KJ Wright because I think KJ is slow as a rock, and you know, uh, just not the best in man coverage, especially. But still. I love him in the run game so much, so much. Uh, so I really hope we get KJ back. There was something where he was picking between us and the Raiders. I saw a week ago. Today I saw that uh, the Raiders and Ravens are locked in on him. So I don't know what's happening there. And especially now with BBK, uh, Ben Burkirvin injured. Goes on the depth chart. Bobby Brooks, Cody Barton, me. I, like, I, don't, I don't think any other linebacker in preseason is... Uh, like that good to make the roster. I know uh, we have Joe Radigan, uh, he's Donkor, I believe he's a linebacker, the, the German uh, guy, number 43, but still like not that good. And also Cody Barton is not like, 
the best. He he's he's solid and he's improving. He had two sacks uh, in the in the Raiders game, uh, but still, I would just I'd really prefer to have KJ. And like, come on, if you're KJ, right? Why? Like, you've been here for ten years. Why? Why would you leave now? Your best friends with Bobby Wagner, uh, and then into the next thing. So we extended Maul. Awesome. Next, Dwayne Brown, extend him, please. Russell said that he's not gonna play until, or at least in the preseason. I know Russell's gonna play week one. He's not gonna hold out, but that like Russell needs it and he's willing to take up a pay cut for it, which is like that was one of the happiest days of my life. Just learning that Russell's willing to take a pay cut because I've always criticized him for that. Uh, that he's so highly paid and compl- and uh, complained a little bit about the O line. So now that he says that, like, yay, let's extend Dwayne Brown. There's no reason not to. Then extend Bobby. I cannot imagine watching a Seahawks game without Bobby Wagner or a season because my entire life of being a Seahawks fan has been with Bobby Wagner. Same thing. I'm sorry. Same thing goes for Russell. Uh, so come on, resign Bobby. And then, uh, like I know. I still would prefer Bobby, but Quandre, I think, is essential. I think we really need to re-sign him because even though I love our backup safeties, and I mean, I love our backup safeties. I'm the biggest Marquise Blair and Ryan Neal fan in the world. You can ask anyone I know. I'm obsessed with them. I think they're excellent. I want to find a way for them to both be able to start, especially Ryan Neal, after what I saw from him, from him in the preseason so far, really banged up, uh, to start even though we have Ma and Quandre. But Quandre is so good. He's a ball hawk, and he's just entering uh, like his prime, I believe, at least. Uh, so secure him now because I know somebody's going to want him. He's not going to ask for as much as um, Jamal, which is nice to know. And, yeah, so, yeah. Sign Geno Atkins, sign KJ, and then I know there's lots to ask for, but extend Dwayne Brown, extend Bobby, extend Quandre. Uh, and then if there's anything else I would add on top, maybe sign uh, an extra receiver, Golden Tate, a Josh Gordon, if that somehow happens. Uh, I love Flash, but that's probably not going to happen. Uh, or Golden Tate's the main guy that comes to mind. But that's assuming the worst uh, for Dwayne, D. Eskridge. Sorry, I know he, go, he prefers to go by D, but Dwayne Eskridge, D. Eskridge, uh, assuming that he's still a little banged up to start the season. I don't think Freddie Swain is you know the answer and i don't know what's going on with penny hart i know he's a little banged up uh i've always been a penny hart guy but i currently don't have him making the 53-man roster and i'll get into that in a sec but finally uh for like you know moves we could make i had been saying all offseason mitchell schwartz or austin writers i believe his name uh the center uh who played for the chiefs i want to say uh, because postage, never been a big postage guy. I don't think anyone's ever been a big postage guy. Uh, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. Uh, Pete, Pete loves him. Uh, and postage is back. And the Mitchell Schwartz thing is because Mitchell Schwartz, I know, is so good. But honestly, I love Brandon Shell last year. I thought he was solid. So not too stressed about that. We have like 13 million caps. So Gino, cousin Atkins. I know a lot of people say Gino and you think of Gino Smith being a Seahawks fan. But Atkins. KJ maybe fit in Golden Tate or an o, or O-line help in there. Now, let's get into the 53-man uh, roster. Uh, I have it pretty pretty nailed down. Like, on oh my guys, I have two positions where uh, I'm kind of in between uh, who to add there. So at quarterback, Russell. That's right. I think Russell Wilson's going to make it. And then Geno. Geno Smith this time. Sorry. Uh, 
And going after the Raiders game in the preseason, I was I saw Magoo, which by the way is the best last name in the world, uh, Alex Magoo, and I was like, this guy's making the team, not Gino, because honestly, like Gino looks like a deer in the headlights out there sometimes. I remember in the the Jets game, we were up like forty to zero or forty to three or something, and we took out our starters, and Gino's in there, and I know it's his job to just hand off the ball, run two at the clock, but it'd be like a third down. And Gino would look like he had no clue what he was doing out there. And sending in the Raiders game. But to be fair, we had like all our backups and so like no help. But I thought Magoo was going to make it. And then Magoo got waived or released or cut or I, don't, I forget today. Uh, so Gino's going to make it uh, veteran experience. I'm cool with that. Not a big deal. Not like he's going to see the field when we have Russell. Knock on wood. Uh, running backs. I got four making the team. Five uh, because one is on IR, but four is going to count to the 53-man roster. Uh, Chris Carson. I love him. I remember when I got scared for a sec because there was some rumor he signed with the Dolphins, but he's back. Uh, workhorse. I really just want him to prove. Like, I, I see rankings of Joe Mixon over him or even Miles Sanders, and it it makes my blood boil. So just come on. It's Chris Carson. I love him. Good. Now, I want to say, like, this is going to sound kind of cocky, but I told everyone about DJ Dallas. Like before he got drafted by the Seahawks, I knew I I'm a Hurricanes fan. My uh, University of Miami. I knew DJ Dallas was gonna be good. And even after last year, people said he wasn't good. And in this preseason, he's been so good. And I'm I'm very proud of myself for that. Uh, I make a lot of hot takes, and most of them don't go too well. But I, I hit on this one. I promise. Uh, he's he's special, and I think people are starting to see that now. So Chris Carson, DJ Dallas, Alex Collins. I think he's definitely gonna make the team. Uh, he hasn't. He's been solid in preseason, but like last year, uh, I think it was Cardinals game where he, or maybe it was the Niners. I remember it was Cardinals State, Cardinals Stadium. Uh, it was in Glendale. Oh yeah, it was it was the, it was the Niners game uh, in Glendale. But he hit the Irish jig, and also overall, just Alex Collins is is solid. And the thing with Carson and and DJ and Collins is they're all mainly power backs, which I think fits us. Uh, much better than the next guy I'm going to say. Just fits our offense better. Rashad Penny. Uh, I don't dislike Seahawks often. The only Seahawks I really have ever disliked are cornerbacks who have given up a lot of big plays, like Kerry Williams from a couple years back, Byron Maxwell sometimes, uh, Shaquille Griffin, Trey Flowers even sometimes. But Rashad Penny, I don't know. It's just, it's not his fault because... I'm not going to get mad at a player for being injured often, but not just that. I don't think he fits our team. I don't think like a, a, a speed back like that fits the offense we run. So I don't know. It's, we didn't pick up his fifth year option. This is his last year to shine. And he, he shined in his moments. Uh, the Vikings game a couple years back. Uh, I remember he had a really big run against the Packers like three years back. I'm not giving up on him, but I just have really, really low expectations for him. So sorry. And then that's for Carson, DJ Collins, Penny. Homer is going to start the season on either the pup list or IR. I just, I don't even remember what it is, but he has some injury right now. I don't even, I don't know how he's injured because he barely plays, uh, but hope he gets better. Fullback, Nick Ballore. Not going to talk about that, about that one too much. Uh, of course, Nick Ballore is going to make the team because we're the Seahawks. Receivers. DK, GOAT, took him, uh, I reached for him really high in fantasy this year, but I can't not have DK. Uh, TD Lockett, Tyler, love him, obviously. Then uh, D. Eskridge, Dwayne Eskridge, obviously going to make the team first round pick. So there's three 
Freddie Swain's going to make the team uh, because he is. And then fifth uh, receiver, I I was going to well, – originally I had six. I had John Rasua as the fifth. Uh, he's out now, sorry, uh, on IR. And then the fifth wide receiver I have is Kay Johnson. Love Kay Johnson. Uh, he, he's, he's been a, a special one in preseason so far. And also, like, I remember draft points. He was projected to go, like, third, fourth round. We got him undrafted. Sending with Tamar and Terry, but we don't talk about that anymore. Uh, but yeah, Kay Johnson, he looks like a beast. Number 88, I'd love to see it. Uh, Miss Jimmy Graham. But no, Kay Johnson, uh, I think he's going to be great. Could even start over Freddie Swain. Maybe. That, that's that's a hot take. But yeah, I love Kay Johnson. He's going to make the team. So DK, Tyler, uh, Eskridge, Swain, Cade. Tight ends, I'll go over this one quick. Uh, Gerald Everett, obviously. Will Disley. Obviously, and then Parkinson was going to be my third, but he got a foot injury, so he's uh, going to start the year on IR or pop. I forget. I don't even know the difference that well. But uh, now we need a third tight end, and we worked out Luke Wilson today, which dude, that man gets passed around by us specifically. He goes our team, other team, our team, other team, endlessly, and it's it's time for round fifty-seven uh, because we're working at, working out today, and I know the Seattle Seahawks are not starting the season with two tight ends on their roster. So it's either him or Tyler Mabry or Mabry, and they're going to pick Luke Wilson. So that's three tight ends, Everett, Disley, Wilson. O-line, I'm not that big in the O-line, uh, but here's my 10. Uh, Dwayne Brown, Gabe Jackson, Ethan Postich, Damian Lewis, Brandon Shell, Cedric Obwehi. And then here's where it gets kind of kind of mixed up for me. Uh, I got, after Obwehi, Kyle Fuller, Stone Forsyth, Jake Curhan. Who am I forgetting? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Jake Curhan. He he's had a great preseason so far. He was like the highest uh, rated PFF Seahawk or Seahawk by PFF. Sorry, uh, in one of the preseason games. And then the last spot goes to either Phil Haynes or Jamarco Jones. And I do not know enough about either of them, except that they're both like have potential, but don't pay enough attention to the O line. To be honest. Uh, it's the only difference for our backups. So yeah, one of those two will beat make it. One will not uh, in my prediction. Safeties: Jamal, Quandre, Marquis Blair, Ryan Neal. The best safety group in the entire league. I'm saying it. I don't care about the Broncos. I don't care about. I don't know what other team thinks thinks they're good with the uh, uh, with safeties. Uh, but yeah, love those four. Love those uh, corners. DJ Reed, the goat. Uh, Trey Flowers. Moving on. Uh, Spoon. Akella Witherspoon. He's going to make it. Trey Brown. Fourth round pick. He's going to make it. Ugo Mati. God slot. Love him. Uh, and then sixth corner is a bit of a toss-up. Uh, it's either for me, Pierre Desir or Demarius Randall. I think Pierre Desir is going to get it, but I just really wouldn't be surprised if Demarius Randall got it. But I'm going with Desir. Linebackers. Four of them. Bobby. Brooks. Barton, triple B's, uh, and then my take, KJ. I think he's going to be a Seahawk, hopefully, uh, manifest. Six ends, Carlos Dunlap, uh, Daryl Taylor, Kerry Hyder, Benson Mayoa, Alton Robinson, Rasheem Green. Uh, and then interior D-line, LJ, I count him as interior D-line, Puna, Gino Atkins, prediction, uh, Robert Ng... Enkemdichi, Brian Monet. That means I have Al Woods not making the team, which uh, I am I think is going to happen. Oh, it's either Al Woods or Geno Atkins, and I think we're getting Geno Atkins, so by Al Woods. And then special teams, 
Jason Myers, Dicko, Michael Dixon, and Tyler Ott. So then that's two quarterbacks, four running backs, one fullback, five wide receivers, three tight ends, 10 offensive linemen, four safeties, six cornerbacks, four linebackers, six defensive ends, five interior D linemen, and three special teamers, which uh, you can do the math if you want, adds up to 53 Seattle Seahawks for the 2021-2022 season. So yeah, that's my predictions. Uh, comment below, depending on what platform you're on, if you're on YouTube, or just you know, reach out to me. If you disagree, uh, tell me why. Uh, and honestly, I'd love to know. Uh, I'd love to talk about this stuff uh, if you want. And yeah, I know I had some uh, questionable stuff in there, especially uh, KJ and uh, Gino Atkins, and then maybe some O-line stuff that I'm not fully aware about. So I'd love to, uh, you know, hear stuff from you guys if if that's cool, if you'd like to. So yeah, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. I really do appreciate it, especially after all this time, if you are. So yeah, I hope everyone has, uh, for me, a nice night, nice day, nice evening, whatever time uh, you're listening or watching this. And yeah, thank you guys so much. Peace.